Well, hello and welcome to Watch What Crappens, the podcast for all that crap we love to talk about on you bros. I'm Ronnie. Ben's over there. Hi, Ben. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Good. You took your sweet ass time getting over here. Okay. You're already in front of the camera. Oh, I'm, I, I, excuse me. I pressed the button and <laughs> it's not my fault that the interwebs decided to slow my process because I, by the time when I clicked, it was very timely. Oh, well, there you are. It was worth the wait. It was worth the wait. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Thanks. show. Um, thanks so much for being here with us today. It's actually a very sad day here at Watch It Crappens because this is the last reunion with this formation of housewives. And we have gotten pretty used to this. I mean, this has been what would they say this is a five year streak or a four year streak, something of this exact same cast formation. And guys, I'm I miss it already. Okay. Well, we don't know for sure. It's not official that anyone's been fired, right? Well, I don't that, think that, anyone's don't been fired. I mean, Tracy never even they cut her ass oh, either, even out Tracy. of the reunion, and she showed up to the reunion. Now that's really sad. <laughs> like when you show up, you get all dressed up, you put on your straw extensions. I mean, the girl looked like a damn cornstalk. Okay, she she looked like an Oktoberfest. <laughs> is what she looked like. I felt so bad. I think that they cut her off after. I think they cut her off. Cut her out after they saw that photo of her. That when they released all the photos from the reunion, and Tracy was standing there like hunched over, like a tr- like some strange like birch tree that had come to life. Yeah, she, like, she looked like a stalk of corn in like gold foil wrapper. You know, <laughs> poor thing. Bless you, Tracy. You weren't that bad, Tracy. Yeah, Tracy. Sorry, remember Tracy. all that fun stuff you did? Me neither. Yeah. But still, you you got a pretty dress. You're married to Tiki Barber. Yeah, you know what, Tracy, at the end of the day, you can be happy knowing you failed something miserable. <laughs> you failed miserably. Okay. Bye. Bye, Tracy. Just kidding. This isn't to kick Tracy while she's well, I was was gonna say down, but not around. It's not to kick Tracy while she's not around. But you know, she didn't count because she didn't even get to the reunion. And um Jackie supposedly has been demoted. Who knows? But they're going to add people. It's just not, you know, it's just not the same bus. It's not the same bus full of people. Yeah. Okay. And That's you know what? Right. We're just going to have to be okay with it. Yeah. I just hope that that this isn't that moment. You know, remember when Roni, I mean, Roni had like some seasons that were so amazing. And then um, I, almost feel like, I almost feel like the beginning of the end was when Barbara arrived. And, like, it was still a good season and everything, but, like, once Barbara arrived, like, we didn't really need Barbara. I don't know why they added Barbara. She didn't do a huge amount. And we should have known right then and there the end was coming, but we just didn't think it was possible. And I just don't want to have another Barbara, Barbara situation. I blame the roundhouse. You know, it fucked up the feng shui of everything. It really did. That yeah. roundhouse killed it. But you Could know what? We too. can cry about New York for the next decade of our lives. Today, we're here to cry about Real House Us in New Jersey. So let's get into it. It is the... Third part of the Jersey reunion. Um, and as far as plugging other stuff, take a seat every Monday. Okay, we're there every Monday night on Spotify Live at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern time to talk to you guys. You talk to us. You talk to each other. We laugh and laugh and laugh. It's a live show every Monday night, 7 p.m. Spotify Live. Uh, thanks to everyone who comes to that. This is a video recap. We're on the video today. It's Crappens on Demand Hi. on Patreon. We're also doing Beverly Hills tomorrow um, on demand on Patreon. Big episode where people fight over who paid for tickets to an Elton John AIDS fundraiser. So that's fine. Yep. 
And um, our bonus was Top Chef this week. So you get all that stuff at patreon.com slash watchwhatcrappensmerch, crappensmerch.com. And now let's get into the show. This show has been sponsored by us and our own shit that we peddle. <laughs> okay. I'm in a crazy mood, so I'm just warning. I don't That's know okay. Why. Lean into it. Lean into it, Ronnie. I don't know why. Okay. So meow, meow on the wall. Who the fairest is? Stop them a while. So we ended up with Teresa twirling around in her terrible broken glass dress, which is the most fitting dress she's ever worn <laughs> on the show. And um, here we are. Andy's having yeah. a fit. Andy is, Andy is losing his mind. The cliffhanger was Andy standing up and just screaming at them, being like, you are all talking so shit. <laughs> and now the intense conclusion of real life of New Jersey do, 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 meatballs. So um, he's screaming and he goes, Shut up! I have a dinner register. I have a dinner reservation, honestly. And Teresa's like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> Yeah, Teresa has some computation issues this episode. Like, she definitely gets, like, her, her system definitely gets clogged up a few times. Or she's like, it's like spinning wheel is happening in her eyeballs. Yeah, Teresa needs to get some McAfee virus servers in her software in her. She needs to get, she's, Teresa is a spinning beach ball this entire one. <laughs> She needs to update her iOS. Yeah. You need to empty the trash. You need to empty the trash, girl. It's over full. It's slowing down your memory. There's some malware up in there. <laughs> so Andy's like, okay. well, I want to get back to Jennifer. Jennifer, you found out about the affair. Was this a one-time thing? And she's like, no, that's just for months, a couple months. And I said, Bill, she wanted to force. And I said, of course not. Baby, and then he had to get away to Miami. Excuse me? You just found out your husband was fucking somebody else for two months and then he got on a plane to Miami and he's not burnt to death? Listen, yeah. you can say whatever you want about Jen, but any man out there can shut the fuck up because this is the kindest wife you'll ever meet. I would never, I he would be dead. There would be a bag of bones, literal bones in a bag on their way to Miami after that shit. Could have been worse. He could have been going to Tampa. So he goes, uh, which is a Ralph Pittman reference, not an anti-Tampa reference. So anyway, so Jen's like, yeah, so I went and I found him down there. I didn't trust him. So I had my brother call the hotel and said, hello, I'm Dr. Aiden, baby. My wife is going to be meeting me at the hotel. So please leave a key for room 416, baby. And then Dolores goes, oh, good one. Good one. <laughs> Also, fuck this hotel. I can't believe she didn't say the name of the hotel because I'm never staying there. It's like the worst security <laughs> of all time. Yeah. It's, I like know, an 80s, it's an 80s detective show with Lonnie Anderson and Linda Carter. You know, they're like, <laughs> hello, I am the wife of the, I'm the husband. Could you please leave my wife a key at the hotel? <laughs> they have to infiltrate the hotel by wearing like ballroom gowns because there's a gala that night. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. And that's the music the whole time. Ding, 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 ding. Angie Dickinson is a maid <laughs> undercover. <laughs> I watched the show, loved it. So uh, Andy's like, So did you really not think about that for 10 years? And she's like, Never, 
never Andy. You know, Jennifer's extras can be. And Dolores is like, this is what I'm trying to explain, all right? Sometimes you have the man who does things and regrets them, and you forgive them, and then they try. Frank, he was never even there. And Teresa's like, yeah, that's why you left him, right? She's like, I said, Frank, you're never here. He said nothing. You know why? Because it was the couch I was talking to. Frank wasn't even there. So there I am talking to a couch. I said, you get out of my house, you bastard. And guess what? He didn't because he was the couch at that moment. Couches don't have legs. And I said, what are you going to do? I said, Frank, here's the phone. Call her and tell her it's off and you can stay. And guess what he did? Uh, Nothing because it was the couch. No, Frank was back by now. Keep up, Andy. I mean, what the hell? (laughs) The lesson to be learned is... If you have a husband and a son both named Frank, don't name yourself a Frank, too. That's just it. It's the two, three, the rule of threes. They say do everything in threes in comedy, but in family, do everything in twos. Okay? Only two Franks. So, uh, let's see. So, um, so Jennifer, like, she's like, oh, yeah. She's like, it's not black and white, Andy. He's a good man, and he did a bad thing. Because, by the way, she said when they, she went down to Miami, um, that she surprised Bill and he thought it was so hot and reinvigorated their marriage. And they decided, or she decided at that moment, I was never going to think about it or talk about it ever again. I'm like, okay, that sounds like a really healthy way. Uh, you guys have dealt with this situation here. I so think Andy's that is like, the healthiest way, honestly. I mean, a talking stuff through isn't always the best idea. I've regretted talking things through and making things okay with people. It makes me more bitter lately. I prefer just ignoring it. I don't want to hear your lies and your excuses. If I decide to ignore the shit, I decide to ignore it. If I don't, one day I have an excuse to fucking slash the tires on your car and set a fire in your dashboard. Okay? Because <laughs> I didn't. we did not talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Don't communicate. So, That's my advice. Yeah. No, no. Have um, instead of communicating, have dinners with loud silverware and not a lot of talking. (laughs) (laughs) If if you have something to say, you say, "Hmm, there's a Dorito crumb on the floor. Is that on purpose? Hmm, You've been sweeping (laughs) out here. That's how to deal with things. This is America. So Andy's like, so has it brought you guys closer having to deal with this affair? And Jennifer's like, absolutely. And I know it looked like Bill was checked out on camera, but he was very comfortable with having tough conversations on camera. Plus, he was a little checked out. He didn't know how to be as forthright as me. Not everyone has my gift, Andy. I know. I know that he looked checked out, especially all those scenes where I said, Bill's so checked out. What do I do? <laughs> Bill's so checked out. <laughs> I know that, like, we did literally check out of the hotel when we repaired our marriage, but he's not actually checked out, baby. And this is, this is why I'll always really love Jen. You know, first of all, I love everyone in this cast. Someone commented, like, you're Jen hatred. Oh, fuck off. You know, I don't have any Jen hatred. I love hate. I love Jen. I just hate on her. That's, that's my hobby, yeah. okay? If you can't take it, back off. Go wait in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Go wait outside, sir. Um, but anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is why I'll always love Jen. Because she lives like me, in a way. You know, she gets mad, and she just screams and then she's fine she's like what you know and everyone's like but you just screamed and she's like no i didn't um and she says things like this she's like you know i couldn't talk about it for 10 years all i could do was cry in my car and he's like but why you didn't you could you have friends and people to talk you have a family and she's like 
I'm not talking to my mother and my children. I just cried in my car. I'm like, that's how you deal with it. And see, Jen is happy. <laughs> oh, gosh, Jen. Settle down, Rebecca DeMornay. I cried in my car. <laughs> so cars are so, for. They're to cry and do TikToks, apparently. A lot of people do TikToks and cameos in cars. <laughs> <laughs> my dream is to see someone crying in traffic. Because I feel like it's happening all around me, but I've yet to actually see it happen. Because I know there are people who are crying in the car next to me. I know it. I know it. I so, oh, you'll um, know it if it's me because I look over at the other cars just so they can see me crying, just so I can see if they feel anything towards me, you know? <laughs> like, thanks to that car, you saw me crying, you didn't do anything. You didn't even <laughs> give me a little beep, nothing. So Margaret's like, you know what? You were hurt to your car, and I'm not saying you were. We were all shocked at the way you took it when I outed the the, the deep secret you had buried so hard that you don't even know why you cry in cars anymore. I don't know. I was just surprised. But the truth is that you were very villainous, okay, for many years, and for you to be so hurt when you were so villainous, like I literally thought, like you were, I thought you were faking it at first, and I thought you were, I thought you were Scarlett O'Hara. That was for you, Joan. Sort of a weird. Gone with the Wind reference out of nowhere, but that was for you. How many years you made it up that your life is perfect, okay? And she's like, it was! It was fantastic! It was amazing! And Andy's like, let her finish, Jen. Sensationally marvelous, fantastic! I'm done now, Andy. <laughs> up until three, two, one. Right now! It's not perfect anymore! <laughs> <laughs> so uh he's but, like listen what they're saying is they were surprised to see you crying because you've never cried before and melissa's like you know tell me if i'm wrong here but i think that i saw a little relief in your eyes um because you know maybe you were f glad that bill was outed and jennifer's like the little jennifer alone was relieved but for the mother side of jennifer the depression <laughs> Scrunchy side of Jennifer, the Jennifer who cried in a car for 10 years. It's like, okay, Jennifer, Jesus. <laughs> Nissan Sentra Jennifer was relieved, <laughs> but Kitchen Island Jennifer was terrified. I was like, okay. So Andy's like, well, you're, you told your brother you weren't sure things would return to where you were with Bill. Where are you now? And also, can you give us an update on what musical review he's doing this weekend? Thank you. And Jen is saying, um, you know, she loves having a close-knit family, and they're going to work it. They're going to work at it, and that's just it. They're staying together. And they're going. she's like, like, Andy, I mean, listen, we're going to go to Miami this weekend, just us two. It's like, yeah. wow, you two really did make a thing out of this affair. It's like, remember, <laughs> that's the place we fucked after you fucked around on me for two months and made up. Let's go back there. Let's go back to that place. Well, Tuna from Fish says, Margaret, you see how Jennifer suffered. Do you regret what you did? Or are you, like the rest of us, kind of laughing? And Margaret's like, if I knew, it would cut her to her core, which, as we have previously established, it cut her to her core. I never would have said it. And I, maybe I would have sang it, made it a bit lighter that way. I don't know. But I feel very badly that her children got hurt. Okay? I feel very bad. <clears throat> Thank you, Margaret. Thank you. By the way, this cut me to the court cracks me up because that's my mom's favorite thing. Like when I was a teenager and she would get over dramatic, she would always say that. I love you with every ounce of my being. And you cut me to the core, kids. You cut me to the core. <sighs> we would crack up, me and my sister. So hearing it over and over. If I knew, it would cut it to the core. 
after I loved her with every ounce of my being. <laughs> I never would have said it. So uh, Teresa's uh, mad, right? Because Jen and Margaret are clearly made up, even though they keep fighting again. But then they keep forgiving each other. And every time uh, they forgive each other, Teresa gets so mad. She's like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> So Andy's like, so are you still mad, Jen? And Jen's like, no, I'm not anymore. And Teresa's just like blinking away like, <laughs> She's like. She also does this thing where she like drops her chin, like her like her lower jaw. She's like. So um, Andy's like, "Well, do you think you guys could be friends?" And Jennifer's like, "Well, I think trust is something that comes with time. You know, it's a lot of years of crying on the steel wheel, staining the leather with my eye drops." So then Margaret's like, "I feel the same way. I really thought we made up, and our lunch was. I'm gonna say it right now." Beyond Heartfelt. Okay, put that in the headline. Beyond Heartfelt lunch had antenna fly. Serena observed. She told everyone it was a Beyond Heartfelt lunch. Okay. Listen, our lunch together was like a Snickers creamer. It satisfies you. Okay. I went home and I sent her the number of my therapist. That's how much I like her, you know. Do you know how much whale drama that woman has sat through? Still, she had enough energy for Jennifer, okay? And Jennifer's like, yeah, she did it. She did that. She's like, well, you know, that said, sorry, cut you to the core, et cetera, et cetera. You and Bill seem to be doing much better now because I outed that affair. So you're welcome. Okay, and you can tell your children you're welcome as well, okay? In many ways, I'm like the Snicker Creamer, okay? Because I only added value, okay? So Andy's like, Andy's like, wow, well, I loved seeing Bill carry Marge Sr. at the end of her party. I don't know why I remember that random one-second moment in the entire season, but I guess I loved it. And Margaret's like, that was the highlight of her night. Also, you know, you know, Frank... Frank fingered here. I'll be honest. Didn't you like that too? Uh, and Andy's <laughs> like, well, I thought it was sweet, Jen, that you and Marge, you realize that you and Marge are similar in a lot of ways. And she's like, her story was moving, Andy. And, you know, she loves her mom. I love my mom. She also eats a lot of potato-based foods. It just seemed like a good night to realize that. And so Andy starts asking, like, with everything going on in Russia, uh, I love how Naturally. Andy works. It's like serious stuff. <laughs> but he goes out of nowhere. Let's talk about the Ukraine. I know. It's like out of. It's like after the Snickers Creamers fight. He's like, so you know, with everything going on in Russia, ah, this storyline is really relevant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me, Ronnie. I'm getting a call uh, from the Pulitzer Prize. Yes. <laughs> Oh, good. You saw this episode. Oh, I'm so glad you did. Oh, I, no. I hope you consider it for next year. No kidding, Dan, rather. Like, <laughs> the Peabody Award goes to the Real Housewives of New Jersey <laughs> Reunion Part 3. He's like, we did it. We did it. Um, so Andy, you know, asked her about the Ukraine and stuff. Or Ukraine. Is you're not crying. Ukraine. Yeah, I'm not crying. You're crying. You're right. No, Teresa, Ukraine. It's not you're crying. No, I meant it in the past tense. <laughs> but anyway, it's actually it's actually uh, it's actually a nice little segment where um, uh, uh, which you were trying to say before I interrupted with that Teresa Ukraine joke. But um, uh, Margaret is talking about how March Senior is actually going through some PTSD with what's going on because like she left Hungary in a very similar situation, and she tells a really sad story about how. Um, Marge's grandma had to basically, when they were leaving, had to choose between staying with her son and his wife or leaving with the family. And they chose the family and then they basically didn't get to see, she didn't get to see her son for decades afterwards. So it was very sad. 
And uh, my this is one of my favorite parts, the reunion. Like, Margaret tells this very, like, a literal real-life Sophie's Choice story. Uh, and comparing it to the real-life travesties and devastation and terrible things happening happening right now by the way fuck vladimir putin let's just say that but like all these terrible things and andy's like yeah well she's looking great for 75 is she dating anyone god your mom's <laughs> hot see that was she as hot then as she is now because god that is a bangable woman who's she fucking and marge is like well you know andy like she's so youthful still but 75 year old guys they want 55 year old women you know what i mean so no it ended terribly yeah <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for ending this segment on a terrible note. My mother is lonely and cold. Thanks, Andy. Do you think if the communists knew how hot your mom was, that maybe she could have stopped the Cold War? Actually, I'll take that back because I think her mom was a kid at that time. So I take back that entire joke. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> but anyway, I just got real, got real, went, went left the wrong way, went the wrong way. So Andy's like, the husbands are here. Thank the Lord, Frankie Catania. You had quite an adventure moving in with the kids. It was probably more fun when they were babies and had diapers on. And Frank's like, <laughs> you know what? I remember back in the day changing those diapers, Andy. All night, get up in the middle of the night, I changed those fucking diapers, Andy. It's right. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so glad. Finally, after years, my couch talks. Oh, <laughs> It's husband Frank. Never mind. <laughs> and of course, he's lying. He didn't do a damn thing yes. when those kids were little. And it's he not. has moved in with Dr. David, who has officially taken his stalking to the creepiest level we've seen yet on this show. And this is the same season as Louis, sir. Okay? You yeah. went so far as to stalk Dolores that you moved in with Frank. That's... This guy has major boundary issues. I'm sorry. I think it's like bullshit that he is like not able to make himself available to Dolores during their entire relationship. And the moment that they're broken up, all of a sudden he's arms wide open for her entire family. I think it's really fucked up. And I also think it's fucked up with Frank because, you know, he talks later about how he's protective of his relationship with Dolores. And I'm like, well, if you're so protective of it, why are you hanging out with this guy who was being pretty cruel to her after the breakup and wouldn't even like tell her information about like her own mother and how her heart was doing. I don't know. Frank gets by on a lot of charm, but he's a shithead, okay? Everything we've been told about their marriage, he's a total shithead, but he's charming enough to always yep. be forgiven, you know? And mm -hmm. apparently doesn't make any money now. So he's Frank is just that guy who... It's what happens to fuckboys. We all know it. This is like the ending of Jax, who really never had that kind of charm, let's face it. Yeah. I'm just coming well, up with the Or most. a law degree. Right. I mean, I'm <laughs> sure he's had the broken knees at some point. Yeah, or will in his future. But um, I'm just thinking of the most recognizable Bravo fuckboy, but this is what happens. You just end up couching, surfing couches. And his name yeah. is Jax Couchy, Jason Couchy. <laughs> it's already built in. I mean, that's how it's his career there. began, and it's how it's going to end. Oh, that's, guys, that's full good. circles on Bravo. <laughs> I love, I love on-the-fly revelations yeah. about bravo it's time for a commercial it's time for a crappens commercial so uh basically also on the Andy, revelations the final book in the bible now there's a real picker-upper <laughs> okay ben back to you ben <laughs> i i'm not familiar with it so andy's like uh he's like well we've established that david is actually dating one of louis exes have you met her frank he's like oh yeah yeah i hang out with all the time i watch tv with david all the time like yeah God, you should 
you don't know what fun is like when you're sitting there watching House Hunters with David and this lady. Oh, man, it's great. They're always like, Frank, stop spitting on the TV. You got to wipe it again. Oh, we have so much fun times. And Louis goes, good luck with that one. Good luck with that one. (laughs) Yeah, thanks, Louis. So, um, (laughs) hey, Joe Gorga, welcome back. How are you doing? He's like, I'm feeling better, Andy. I'm feeling better. There I am. Back. Feeling better, Andy. Thank you. Yeah. And um, Joe Benino has gotten eye surgery. Uh, he's like, yeah, Mar- Margaret finally, you know, had me cut the fat out from under my eyes, you know. <laughs> and so Andy's like, Joe Gorga, what do you think of Joe Benino's eye surgery? And Gorga's like, I didn't even notice. Ah, yeah, there he is. <laughs> and Andy's like, and Evan, we've been conversed, we've been talking some, about some really serious territory with you and Jackie, and how are you feeling with your progress? And he's like, oh, it's been like the most sustained effort that she's made so far, that he's seen her make so far, and he felt really guilty that he didn't make an impact or whatever, and he's like, great, all right, we'll come back to that for literally one more second a little bit later, okay, and Bill, I know it's been a tough season for you and Jennifer, how are you two doing now? Mm, well, we're better, but it is a process. But reliving it now is an ongoing issue. I don't know if you noticed the Dorito crumb under the patio chair. Mm? <laughs> uh, and last but not least, Louie, congratulations on your engagement. Have you told your father Bowser yet? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Andy. <laughs> How was your first season being chased by mushrooms trying to rescue a princess who won't listen to reason? Gets kidnapped literally every season. He's like, Have you, what's it like to take your your fiance's head and attach a propeller to it and literally fly around New Jersey in it? That's amazing that you could do that. <laughs> listen, my first season, Andy, it was horrible, Andy. Okay, it was horrible. It was horrible first, but no fault, no fault to anyone in the room, no fault. And Teresa goes, <laughs> "Well, Andy, what, what are you kidding?" <laughs> you know what, Andy? Uh, I felt really judged without having a chance to give my own story, even though I had uh, actually many, many, many chances, but I didn't have a chance, Andy. Uh, the the season opened with you being told this is being brought up today and everyone's here and they want you to talk about it and you running like a little wuss sir so pleased with your Mm -hmm. chances and then it was followed up with your lies about it later so pleased with your chances and also everybody voting in a little watch what happens poll after saying oh they're more favorable towards louie now pay the fuck attention what the hell is wrong with everybody here. You buy this shit for two seconds. Do any of you all have cable? Turn the channel to lifetime, please, for at least one night. How's the whole yeah. world like? Louis is great now. I can't with you, people. I don't know. Come on. <laughs> You're gonna get more hate tweets again. Uh, so uh, Andy's like, um, he's like, he's like, well, it seems like when you were asked direct questions, you were not shy about answering. So do you regret not getting in there more? He goes, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I regret the first night I filmed. I was very nervous. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Teresa's amazing, but uh, it can be overwhelming and telling me to be quiet and not give me a chance to answer. So it looks like I'm covering up, but she's just overprotective. So long story short, it's all her fault. I'm like, oh, yes. Okay. So here we go. Like, here comes Louis. Louis has, we've seen the love bombing, and now he is blaming Teresa for things. Teresa deserves deserves the blame for a huge amount of things going on on this show and in her life. 
But in this case, this is Louis's fault. This is not Teresa's fault. Well, it is. Teresa did never let him speak. You know, that whole thing where Teresa's like levitating out of her chair every time he tried to speak and saying, you don't got to say nothing to nobody. But at the same time, that is Teresa, the woman that you're marrying, dum-dum. Yeah. Um, exactly. And he's passive aggressive though. He's, he makes a lot of passive or aggressive remarks, uh, about Teresa and to Teresa, this entire reunion. So you can really sort of, you can see the, like you can see the relationship building to the point where like he might have, I think Teresa is going to stay with him, but you can see this is what he does and why he has a trail of extremely bitter and furious exes, you know, because well, they've all the gone typical, through the ringer. He's doing the typical emotional abuse thing of now, you know, you try and separate from their friends, you try and separate them from their friends, and then you try and separate, if that doesn't work, you separate their friends by making their friends all take your side which I think is what he's doing now by saying like, listen, I was just trying to be reasonable. It's Teresa who was standing in the way and causing all these problems. I don't have a problem with Marge, which notice that they never bring up any of the shit he said about Marge or the Marge mm-hmm. is trying to take your seat or I don't work for Marge or all the crap. That, none of that stuff yeah, was even right. addressed. They just completely swept that right under the rug. So I think he's they just, it. I think he's just uh, fully uh, going down the, typical the stereotypical emotional abuse path myself and um, and also oh he lost his job guys because of teresa it's all because of this show and what teresa has done to him so maybe we can take it easy on me a little next time guys Amy. yeah because reality tv just started this year and we had no idea that this could be a consequence of being part of it right. wow uh, we learned so much so now we get a montage of all the husbands doing silly husband things. And then Andy's like, so, Louie, have you ever met a group of guys that drink so much? Have you? He's like, oh, no, Andy. No. He goes, oh, yeah. And hey, Joe, Joe Gorka, you called these guys the wolf pack. How'd you guys get to be so close? Does it involve fellatio? Bill, I already see you're standing up and raising your hand as I'm not asking for fellatio. I'm saying, does it involve fellatio? Um, so Joe's like, you know what? Like, oh, because Andy says, and why Why are you always giving Frank, you know, guff, <laughs> for lack of a guff. better word, don't really know where that one came from. <laughs> why, are always, why are you always giving Frank guff about his balls? And he goes, because I've never seen anybody without balls, Andy, all right? So I got to talk about it. And he's like, oh, but why doesn't he have any balls? Why are you saying that? And he's like, they did so many steroids. Jesus Christ. Can someone bring me a spoon so I can feed this shit to Andy up here? God. <laughs> and he's like, Frank, you're living with David. Does he ask about Dolores? He goes, well, he asked about her well-being. And I think David was hurt by the breakup, but uh, he's not one to talk about his feelings. I'm like, oh, I, oh I'm so, I feel so terrible that David is hurt by the breakup. You know what I was hurt by? The tire tracks in the living room from the motorcycle next to the coffee table. Okay? We all have our pain, David. So enough. So what does Frank think of Polly, the new Irishman guy? Um, and Frank's like, yeah, he looks like uh, Buzz Lightyear. That's what I think. All right? He's got a big old fucking face. He probably goes up <laughs> to space. Probably goes Tom Hanks. Like a little fucking <laughs> wussy that he is. All right? Fucking Buzz Lightyear <laughs> bullshit. And they're like, that's not that. Dolores turns around. Dolores. She's like, you jerk off. How dare you? Son of a bitch, jerk off, fuck face. Because <laughs> I'm not listen. I'm not making, and I'm not making fun. And then he goes, but he's a superhero, Dolores. You like superheroes, right? 
<laughs> he goes, look, me and Paulie don't exactly see eye to eye, mainly because I spit in his eyes a lot by accident, so he really can't see me. But, like, even if he could, I don't think we'd be able to see eye to eye. But I made an effort, and I invited him to dinner, and, uh, you know what? He didn't call me any show. I mean, what am I supposed to do? I mean, come on. I expect more from a superhero, okay? Yeah, I was a little shocked when I said, hey, Paulie, can you buy me dinner? And he didn't respond to my text. And I was like, okay, he doesn't want to get to know me. And Dolores is like, not everyone finds that humor funny. He's like, but I tried, okay? And you know what? It's going to make us worse. It's going to make us worse, Andy, okay? And Andy's like, listen, I'm looking at her right now, and she's more pissed off than she's been all day. And there's been warfare out here. Warfare. Kind of like the Ukraine. Am I right? Now, who is the hottest person in the Ukraine? And raise a show of hands, okay? So, Louie, when did you learn to be such a great communicator? What the fuck are we? What kind of PR campaign is this? When did Louie become a great communicator? Has he said something that hasn't been proven to be a lie yet? Yeah. What is this? And like, this is propaganda. This is propaganda. He is, he he literally sidesteps every question with like like sort of faux therapy talk. He goes, "Well, you know, uh, over the years, just doing work, which doing I'm out of, work. by the way. Yeah, doing the work, showing up, key. Andy, showing up, doing work, showing up, doing work. Hashtag bless, Andy. That's what it which is. Which literally is not a communicative answer. That is a vague answer with just sort of like buzzwords in it. Doing the work, showing up, being real." You know, it's where the cookie crumbles. And uh, as to show that he's read a lot of pop psychology and can spew absolute bullshit, too. Andy goes, talk to me about integrating Teresa into your style of communication. It's like, first of all, you're going to short circuit Teresa's brain with sentences <laughs> like that. Okay. She's like, <laughs> and Louie's like, she's very communicative, Andy. She's very communicative. And he's like, oh, well, really? Well, with words? Because with me, it's like getting her to communicate is like pulling teeth. And he's like, yeah, you know what? She zones out, Andy. It throws things at my head. But you know what? That's a form of communication. <laughs> yeah, you just got to reel it back in. That's all. Okay. Hmm. He goes, okay, well. When you were asked to explain the video, you claimed it was a breakup video, but in the video you actually proposed. So what was it? So he's like, okay, well, I've had about a year, so this is the best I can do. <laughs> so I was in a relationship. It was toxic, and my business partner was going to a retreat. So I said, Leah, let's go. <laughs> so we went. We, we weren't naked on the beach. We were wearing shorts. <laughs> and uh, we kept on going into the ocean, you know, and, like, making intentions, setting intentions for a wife. But I didn't have a wife. I was a single guy, and I didn't uh, – I, I didn't like her, and I wanted to break up, but I didn't have the guts to do it. So they were like, how about you commit to her instead? So I did it. They're like, stop making excuses. So I did it. So long story short, I'm a little bit of a liar. I, I'm telling you the truth now about the time I lied. Okay, thanks, Andy. Uh. I love that this is all about intentions. Okay, so your intention was just to go support your friend. Because your friend started a new business, okay? It's like, oh, my friend's a therapist now. I'm going to go to therapy. You know what? My friend just became an AA counselor. I'm going to go to some AA meetings just to support him. Okay, so you showed up just to support your friend. Then you really wanted to break up with this person, but they talked you into making a video where you beg for her back. What the? What is this sack no. of horse shit? And how There's are no they buying this? There's no retreat that would do that. I think that, like, if you're in some sort of whatever retreat you are and you are saying, I'm in a relationship and I want to get out, 
they would say, you got to be a man and you got to do the right thing and walk away from this. You got to learn how to be a man. You got to say something, whatever. I really don't, I mean, I don't, actually, I wouldn't say, I, I'm not going to say, I don't think a retreat would, would encourage him to make a stupid video where he actually proposes instead of breaking up. But then again, honestly, I don't know the what the retreat really goes to. Yeah, the, the world, world is, is fucking crazy. crazy. But um, if anybody is believing this, they shouldn't be by this point. So Andy goes, so you came home and then you broke up. Is that what happened? And he goes, Oh, I came home and she gave me a prenup asking for a million dollars to get married. That's not how prenups that's, work, by the way, just so everyone knows. It's not, that's not yeah. what a prenup is. <laughs> that's, not how, that's not how a prenup asking for a million dollars to get married. That's not how that works. I mean, I guess you can get a prenup and say, I'm not leaving with nothing. Like, if we make it to this certain number of years, I get this. If we make it to this, I get that. But that's normal <laughs> like that's kind of normal in a prenup uh, weird so then dumb dumb joe over there is like yeah yeah there you go there is. that's all i wanted from you that's all i want and then marge of all people whips out her rotten tomatoes pen and is like you know but <laughs> that's amazing you know i just wanted to say even though Teresa doesn't believe it and we have a different way of getting ahead of things i was trying to get you to flip public opinion because i didn't want you to fucking look bad and you know what that was very Bruce Willis on the phone, on the building, calling the police, telling them exactly what's happening with the terrorists. Now, did the, did the police believe him? No. The New York explodes. You know what? But that's diehard. But Bruce Willis is Bruce Willis for a reason. You did a very good job, sir. Sorry about your balding. You can figure that out later, Bruce. And also, I also want to give a special shout out to the dad from Family Matters. He was down in the parking lot in the car. He did great work, too. He was a great communicator. Without him, nothing could have happened. Okay. So, uh, so, so then, so they all Margaret's hear like, him like that. All made total sense, which it didn't. And he still ended it by blaming the woman, which is yeah, he still did it. And so then, Tree goes, you know, right away, like you would have, if you would have come up to me and you were like, if you if you were a good person, you would have come up to me and you should have told me the next day, like, hey, Teresa, like explain it right, and then I wouldn't have like I wouldn't have I would have let him explain it. But if you were a good person, you would have said that to me. <laughs> She she literally walked up to you and said, listen, Teresa, everyone's talking about this video. He needs to talk about the video. He should address the video. Oh, no, it should have been at a different time. Okay. Should have been the next day. Okay. And you should have said he needed to explain it better. He didn't explain it at all. Oh, no. She's she's saying that after the night that he did try to explain it, she should have come up the next day and said that. She should. Yeah, Teresa's now blaming Margaret. Yeah, Teresa's blaming Margaret for Teresa's own behavior. She's saying, if I, if you were a good person, you would have come up to me the next day and said, Teresa, you should let Louis speak so that way he can get ahead of the story, which, by the way, is total bullshit. Teresa would never be receptive of that, which is why Margaret says, you're not receptive to me. And so then they, Andy asks, you know, like, what's Margaret's intention, you know? And, they say, you know, she, Margaret is, you know, they, they, I think Melissa is the one who says, like, you know, Margaret gets in people's business and Teresa can't handle that. And Margaret's like, you know what? I saw this stuff coming out. And I, I said, we can make him look like a superstar because that's really what I care about the most. This is <laughs> – I just want Louis to look like a superstar, okay? That's why I have a PR agency masquerading as a fashion company, okay? But they would, like, deny, deny, 
deny. Yeah, she was like the lady from um, Scandal, you know, which is why she was she in a white suit this season. I feel like she was like her Hillary Clinton white suit that that lady was always wearing on Scandal. Kerry Washington. Yeah, Kerry Washington. Yeah. So <laughs> Teresa Washington. She's like, uh uh-uh, did I deny stuff? And Louis like. Listen, I didn't deny, you know, all she said was she, that I don't got to speak, you know what? And if I was given a chance to speak, I would have spoken. Uh, yeah, you did speak. You called the woman crazy and make, made accusations and lied and then said she tried to murder somebody with a butcher knife, okay? You spoke, yeah. okay? It's not that she didn't speak. This is the same guy who's like, oh, I wasn't allowed to speak, who also said, oh, I'm not intimidated by Margaret. So, like, this guy who's pretending like he's not intimidated by anyone suddenly, like, I can't speak. Right. So Andy's like, well, you seem to have, you seem to have uh, a lot of women you've dated who have a lot of unkind things to say about you. There's road rage incidents. You demand sex all the time. You're emotionally abusive. You slash girlfriend's tires. Your family doesn't like you. Physical abuse in front of kids. You murdered a koala. You sent hate mail to Katie Couric. You threw lasagna at the cast of Hamilton. You <laughs> stole the Mona Lisa, strangled the meter maid, and I heard you shredded Portia de Rossi's sweater. Threw lasagna at the cast of Hamilton. Uh, <laughs> I This is what Andy does, too. When there's a lot of stuff, it's like instead of like just going through it, he, he just puts it all in one thing. It's like last year with Erica. He's like, well, you know, Erica, you're accused of a lot of things. Being a slut on Instagram while people are starving. Or for the widows. Or for the... It's like he just get something <laughs> in like 20 seconds to just try and get one answer you know yeah so louis like well, i was in toxic relationships andy that's what it was uh, that, that was toxic and he's like but did you demand sex four times a day it's like that's what you're going to like that's what you're going you just had slashing about- tires you even i would even prefer your own family doesn't like you Okay, but this is a show with Joe Gorga. I don't think demanding sex four times a day is really the biggest thing on here. Yeah, I'm like, why is that the priority? Why is the question not why do you have such a track record? Like, what is the issue here? Why are you leaving all these women so angry? You know, so um, yeah, so he's like, oh, Andy, oh, I can't even have sex four times a day. Oh, oh. And Teresa's like, I wish. <laughs> So Andy's like, so the physical violence, and he's like, well, those, those, I mean, that, that was, uh, you know, those were arguments. Those were arguments with my wife about my kids. And if I'm the only guy in America that basically had arguments with the wife and she calls the police, you know, that's the extent of huh. Please don't it, normalize that. Was it physical? <laughs> what the fuck? And he's like, oh, okay. So he's like, did you hit her? And Teresa goes, no. Teresa, you weren't there, Teresa. And so that's it. Like, he doesn't way, even have to answer, because Teresa just yeah. comes out, no. And and on top of that, by the way, like, what sort of bullshit answer is, hey, and if I'm the only guy, you think I'm the only guy in America who has arguments with his wife, and they call the police? Uh, like, well, just because there are other shitheads in America doesn't mean that you're exonerated. <laughs> it doesn't, like, guess, yeah, congratulations. They do it also, and you're all shitheads yes. together, and you all are red flags, and people should stay away from and all you're of you. Right? There are other men in America who get in fight with their wives, and then the wives call the police. And you know how I know that? Because I watch cops. Okay, <laughs> that's how I know that. You fucking weird. Because I remember the O.J. Simpson case. God. So. um Teresa's like, uh, so Andy says, but you see all these articles. What's your response? And he's like, I have no response because listen. 
It was sad. I was sad. It's not fair to leave a relationship with someone and do that to them, you know, just because I'm in a relationship now with Teresa Judice. Was I perfect? No. Okay, whenever you hear that from someone, just run. That, yeah. That's the worst. We're, it's always I'm made a work me in progress. Yes. <laughs> I'm not perfect, okay? So that's, that explains why I slashed your tires and possibly hit you in front of the kids. So and Teresa, he's also – and by the way, and he is saying essentially that they are all – the string of exes are all speaking up because he's on TV. And that's why. Because all these people have, you know, like – they they essentially they want to attach on to his rising star potentially, or they just want to bring him down because they are just that small minded. But I'm pretty sure these complaints existed before he was ever on Teresa's radar. And I kind of wish Jackie had spoken up right here because Jackie was the one who was pretty vocal in the season that she just didn't really like the narrative that like all these women are are just crazy hysterical shrill women and that he's the normal one. Yeah. So Teresa's like, well, you don't know what we've been through the last year, right? Like, she don't know. She don't know. <laughs> Pointing at Marge. And she's like, listen, you know what, you know what, Louis? I don't, uh, Teresa, I don't want anything bad for you. Okay, you thought I want something bad? You you think I want something bad? I don't, Louie, okay? And he's like, thank you, Marge. Thank you. She's like, I know what you got. I know what you got through, Teresa. Why would I want something bad for you, Teresa? Why, Teresa? And <laughs> she just, she just feels like, Blink, 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 blink. And he goes, Louie, when you listen to what Margaret's saying now, what did you think her motives were? He goes, you know what? I completely agree with everything you're saying, Margaret. And when you tie and connect the dots, uh, you know, it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. So then Andy is like, he goes to Teresa and he's like, did you hear that? Did you hear what he said? What do you think about it, Teresa? And she's like, uh, <laughs> she's a nice guy. Uh, uh, he's very forgiven. Me, not so much. Uh, 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 uh. And is like, you should take some lessons, Teresa. And Andy's like, all right, you know what? Circles. I love the ride, Teresa, but it's just circles. So let's just get out of this circle for a little bit. <laughs> it's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. Let's talk about your dream wedding. And Louie's like, oh, city hall, and then we go down to a diner or something. And Teresa explains that that's because he loves sex and the city. That's his favorite show. And he goes, wow. Should I mention that I'm friends with Sarah Jessica Parker? Does my ego need that right now? Uh, no. Oddly enough, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, Louie's like, you know, but I don't need all that now because, like, I'm grateful to meet someone like Teresa, and uh, I, uh, I don't, I don't need it to be so extra, you know. But uh, it's Teresa, so she's gonna do it extra. And she's like, I mean, she's wearing a disco ball, so yeah, you're with Teresa. Louis, good luck. <laughs> yeah, Louie, I don't need it to be extra. But I will take you out on a boat ride with a strange saxophonist and a homemade scroll of things I love yeah. about you. <laughs> but I don't want I don't need to be extra. Yeah. The little guy with the boombox and the saxophone. Never forget. <laughs> so um, now we talk about um, some depressing things. We talk about Jackie's eating disorder a little and how it affected Evan. And then we talk about Bill. Uh, talking about how the affair affected the kids and stuff, and Andy says, By the "Yeah, way, I, I'm I'm sorry to interrupt. I just want to say, Bill looked great. I thought Bill, this is the best Bill's ever looked. I thought ever before. 
Okay, noted. So Andy's like, you know, I told Jen that on a reality show it's going to be hard to keep things in a bottle. And she said that you guys agreed to deny it if it ever came up. So when it came up, were you just planning on deny, 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 or what, Bill? <laughs> He's like, mm, well, in hindsight, the truth shall set you free. And it's much easier to deal about it, deal with it than lie about it. Although... I don't mind doing things lying down, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All he right. goes, well, how are, you, how are you guys doing as a couple? And he goes, well, it was a trying time. It comes across that I don't love my wife, which is disappointing because, you know, to have everyone question our love for each other, not every man is fortunate enough to make the mistake that I did and have their spouse forgive them for it. Mm-hmm. I'm a very fortunate man and I'm, a little sad I didn't get any spankings out of it, though. Mm. You know, but to you, Bill, I want to say this, Bill. Okay, I understand that I put you in a very bad place, and I didn't want to do that, Bill. Okay, it was it was about the hypocrisy, not you. Okay, you're just married to the hypocrisy. Do you understand what I'm yeah. saying, Bill? And John's like, and you know you put our kids in a bad place, too, don't you? Eagles are going extinct. How dare you? <laughs> Jennifer, we went over the makeup a thousand times. How many more times do I have to say it? We had an extremely heartfelt conversation in Tenafly, and I cut you to the core, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> She's like, but Bill didn't get to hear it. Bill didn't hear it. She's like, Jennifer, I'm very, very sorry about that, Bill. She's like, thank you, Margaret. And Teresa's like, ah. <laughs> Teresa's so mad. So Andy asked Bill, um... What was the reaction to Gorga being upset that Bill didn't tell his wife to calm down that night when they were all sitting in the semicircle outside? And Bill's brows go like, mm-hmm. he's like, well, he's entitled to feel how he does. And coincidentally, he feels like two completely inflated volleyballs about to be played on a beach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so Jen's like, excuse me, but to think that he's gonna pick you, Joe, bitch boy, over me and yell at me for you, it's like I don't even know what you're thinking about anymore, baby. <laughs> and Joe's like, yeah, but you know what? Like, maybe that night I say none, but maybe call me the next day at least. You know what I'm saying? I got control over my wife, all right? These women are crazy in the head, am I right, guys? Ah. And uh, she's like, yeah, well, she's not going to pick you over me. And that's just said I'm his wife, baby. And Andy's like, uh, listen, Jen, the guys are speaking, right? Well, I'm like, what are you, part of the cast now? Because that's totally what the guys would say. Listen, honey, the guys are speaking right now. And she's like, I'm the mother of his children, baby. I'm the mother of his four children and his one eagle, baby. And, um... <laughs> Joe's like, yeah, but you know what? Sometimes these women, our wives, they get out of control. And you know, the men, they're control. They're in control up here. You just walked off crying. What are you fucking talking about? You're the least emotional ones. You're the only person to walk off the reunion set, sir. That is my least favorite thing when people say, like, oh, women are so emotional, but the men are stable. It's like, who got us into all these wars in the first place? So, uh, so Andy's like, so I'm sorry. He goes, so I call up Bill and I say, Bill, I, you know, like I apologize, Melissa, that's what I would say. So Jennifer's like, well, you were okay, 
bring it up on me. And Andy, Andy's like, well, Bill, you said on the show that you, that you thought that, 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 he, that Jennifer was out of line. And Bill's like surprised. He forgot. He actually said, this. we get a like, legitimate, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and, uh, basically it was at Martino's place. And he essentially is like, He's like, look, two wrongs don't make a right. So Jennifer goes, okay, well, you know what? Sometimes when Bill is making up with people, he'll be his little Confucius apologetic self. I'm like, Confucius? What is that even? <laughs> what is she talking about? Confucius. And he's like, listen, what we needed to have was a little kumbaya. Mm? And she's like, yeah, but Bill, after that situation, don't you think it was best they leave? And he's like, well, I mean, it did get out of hand, which is why we've got security now. And he, like, gestures around the room because there's security (laughs) everywhere because this cast is so crazy. Look at their their bulging muscles just waiting to tackle any stranger who might come lurching their way towards us. Just thinking about that pile of men all Fighting to keep people safe mm, gets me hot just thinking about it. Mm. Well, what if Melissa called you a bitch boy, Bill? Jen, what would you say to that? And Jen's like, nothing. And Bill's like, well, it depends. Would it be publicly in the dark? <laughs> would this be here in Jersey or would it be in Miami, perhaps? Mm? Uh, so, <laughs> Miami. so Frank is like, Listen, I would not get into a dispute with Melissa because I guess the question is like, what about with Frank? He's like, I wouldn't get into a dispute with Melissa. And then Gorga's like, well, he's like, yeah, but I didn't get involved with you. You said it to me. I had to say it. You got to take some kind of abuse also. I'm like, well, don't say take some kind of abuse. That's not the <laughs> – I know what you're saying, but don't say it he's like, like that. He's like, yeah, you're the one who yelled at me, honey. All right, honey. You're the one who yelled at me. And Melissa's like, yeah, you antagonize. You ask for a honey. You do, honey. He's like, yeah, you said it, honey. And Jen's like – I fight with men. What are you talking about? I don't fight with men. Melissa's like, yeah, you do. You asked for it. And she goes, you were the one who asked for it with the post. I'm like, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> they start going with the post. Instagram. And he's like, let me use my new favorite term. We're not going to relitigate <laughs> this right now, okay? Joe, are you and Bill good now? He's like, yeah, I love Joe. All right? You know what? And uh, Look, I saw Joe today. I complimented him on that scruff, whatever the fuck that thing is on his face. Right? Okay? So, you know what? I love him. Well, guys, that guy's got balls. Okay? That's why I don't got muscles. You know? So I can make fun of him for not having muscles instead of not having balls. Am I right? You know? It's always a win here in this group. I'm so glad you like my new scruff. Uh I like my scruff so much, I actually went exploring. Turns out there's a whole app dedicated to it. Mm. <laughs> oh, sorry. My phone just went <laughs> off. <laughs> so Jen is like, um, so she's like, and by the way, Evan, I don't appreciate the accomplice comments to Bill. Uh, and she's like, Bill's been nothing but nice to you, Baba. And Andy's like, well, I mean, to be fair, if Evan thought you were digging into his past, do you understand how he could be upset? Please don't attack the hottest guy on the stage right now. I'm going to defend him with all my heart. Poor Joe Judice for like the fifth time today goes, you know what that means? That means he's a bitch boy right there. Am I right? Anyone? He's a bitch boy too, right? What, what does it mean? Bill's a bitch boy. You're a bitch boy, Bill. Am I right? Right? Like Joe just does not. He's trying to make light of it now so they can all be bitch boys together and no one is biting. Yeah. 
<laughs> exactly. And um, uh, she's so Jennifer's like, listen, he called my husband a cop. It's not a cop. He's a husband. Okay, he's married to me. We have a we have a lovely family and an eagle, and we share everything. Okay, noted, people. If you tell him something, he tells me. And if I tell you, tell me something. I tell him. That's how it goes in our marriage, baby. Like, yeah, that's. Yeah, I'm like, that's a marriage. We get that. Yeah, and Marge's like, yeah, I mean, that's how it is in my relationship, too. But you know what? If you're talking in your relationship and you're talking about the gossip and he tells you something, you keep it between you. You don't just have your husband go repeat it, Jen. And Jen's like, yeah, but you said everyone can ask a question, so I didn't think I did anything wrong, baby. Which is a good point, Jen. Jen scored one. And Marge even, <laughs> Marge does the biggest. I love when Marge does these eye rolls where she puts up both of her hands and goes. <laughs> like she, <laughs> It's like when you hit the bad guy in a video game. <laughs> her head so then- just like vibrates. She's like. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jen turns and goes, Plus, I never thought in a million years Frank would come on the show and throw me under the bus, baby. Jen, the, the number one bus thrower, uh, throw under the busser, right. is now accusing Frank. And, and by the way, I also cannot help but notice that Jen, who has also been the chief person to say, You shouldn't, the boy shouldn't be, shouldn't be messing with the girls. The boy shouldn't be fighting with the girls. The girls talk with the girls. The boys talk with the boys. In one minute, she has now started up with Joe Gorga, with Evan, and Frank. Just want to point that out. But I have to say, Jennifer wins this one. I mean, she really did come in prepared today, okay? In my eyes, she totally won this one hands down. Frank looks like a total jackass. So she's like, I didn't know Frank would throw me under the bus. And he's like, what? I'll throw you under the bus. Listen, someone who keeps magically losing his knees at construction sites does not Choose violence. Okay, whatever I'm saying. <laughs> violence comes to them. And um, she's like, oh, I'm sorry, I got lost because my Frank is cross-eyed and my face is shaking too much. So <laughs> that happens to me. Okay, so I get like so caught up and then I'm like, wait, where was I reading? <laughs> so Jen's like, You brought it to the show and it became a whole thing, Frank. And Dolores goes, <laughs> Dolores turns around and goes, This fucking cut fitness thinks I told you to do that. Like, damn, Dolores, Dolores. Oh, God. I love when Dolores just has those moments. And then Jen's like, don't call me a cut for this. And Frank goes, okay, Dolores Dolores never told me. You're fucking nuts. You're fucking nuts, Jen. (laughs) Jesus. So... So Frank is like, Dolores has never told me to say something, so don't say something. To, 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 to say something, never. Dolores never told me to say something. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, never said anything. She and- just did. She just told you. Uh, she just told you to say something or not to say something. So um, Jen's like, but whether it was a girl or whatever, you did bring up something. Now I need closure on this, Andy. I need closure. Because, you know, of course, Andy's like, shut up, Jen. You know, he's like, let's, <laughs> let's talk about how great of a person Louie is for another five minutes. She's like, no, you just wait a second, Andy. Okay, I want you to acknowledge it. I didn't just call you out of the blue. It came from you saying something to Bill. Bill, please clear the fucking air, Bill. <laughs> yeah, so Bill's like, he's like, well, when we went out to dinner, Frank told me that the alleged woman with Evan, like he knows what she looks like or something. So I went home and I told Jen. Mm. And so Jackie's like, what? That's unbelievable. You know, with all the real shit going on that you're trying to bring this to an actor. So don't listen to them, Evan. Don't, don't listen. Don't listen, sweetie. I'm like, I think, I think, I think Evan is capable of figuring out what he's going to like, like 
pay attention to or not, Jackie. Yes, and you know, fair turnabout is fair play. Okay, now I know it started with it going against Jackie, but they can't be like, oh my god, don't get, we can't talk about someone else's affair the whole season, and then you guys are still like, what? Someone's talking about it now? No, you guys get it too. And I think Frank was totally caught in this. Frank totally went gossip. Not that we ever really doubted that, but Frank totally got gossip, uh, caught gossip. And knows who this girl is. And so he got totally caught. And he's quiet and nobody calls him out on it. But, but he's still got Well, caught. but I don't think the issue is whether or not he knows who the girl, like, like that. Well, I mean, who knows what, who knows, he, I, I, my takeaway was that he knew who the girl who was like, they're, they're saying was the one. But I don't know that he knows that anything happened. But, but the question is always been, was Jen digging for that information? Because Frank was just, he was gossiping, but he was going to keep it quiet. And so, except for telling Jen, Bill, so he didn't keep it quiet. He told Bill, and Bill told Jen, right. and Jen went to Frank to get clarification. Right. Which, and and so Jen is like, I need to be vindicated, Andy. You know, for them to make this thing like I cared, I didn't care. I'm the last person. I didn't care. And I was like, well, you certainly cared enough. You cared a little. I mean, you asked Frank, you asked Serena. You cared a little bit, okay? You cared like let's all care a little bit less, right? And Marge gives her cackle. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just looks at her like, okay, with the cackle. So uh, I think that this was technically not digging because Bill got that information from Frank. So shame on you, Frank, but LOL also. But calling Serena and Tenafly, you know, you're still digging, Jen. Okay. You didn't, so you didn't get thing. completely out of this hole, but I'm glad that they proved that Frank is a gossipy fucking liar because well, that's not. Cool. Yeah, because he is. I mean, well, we've also seen like what last season, uh, I forget, there, there was something that came up on on like Boys Night. I think about the Evan stuff and then he like bowed like he didn't know, but he did know. And he said, oh, this is never going to leave Boys Night. But, um, you know, but the thing is, if if Bill and Jennifer were at dinner with Frank and Frank brings us up and Jennifer's like, really? Like, what's the deal with her? Like, what does she look like? Who is she? I think that's sort of like that is conversation. That's like, oh, you brought this up. Well, I kind of want to know some some information. But that she went and actually called him. Like she went out of her way. She's whatever she was doing in her life was put on hold for at least a minute while she called. And that is digging. Like that is full on. I think you know, it's called she's follow a up. I think it's called follow up. But she's not completely out of that hole because she still did call Serena and Tenafly. Okay, she kept she the digging Serena. up. Yes, but yeah. um. So Andy's like, okay, but, you know, Evan, you said you were mad at Bill for not calling Jen out, but wouldn't all men stand up for their wives? And he's like, maybe, you know, I should have been a better friend to Bill, but Jen, you know, she shouldn't have been digging. And she's like, I wasn't digging! <laughs> it was conversation. I mean, it's really is a coincidence that the only two people that I asked happened to wrap me up, mister. Mm. So Andy's like, seems like you cared more that you were caught, not that you were digging. She's like, no, I'm owning it. I'm owning it. I'm just saying the narrative behind it is why about why ass is being misconstrued. Could someone translate that to Teresa? I can see her eyes are going in circles. <laughs> Still. Uh. <laughs> All right, just stick with Stu, Teresa. Everything will be okay. So uh, Andy's like, okay, bye, man. We're, we've we've had it with you. So Joe's <laughs> like, all right, you know what? Before I go, I got to say something, all right? I'd like to thank the men. 
the cheaters, the abusers, the crooked attorneys, the bitch boys, huh? For defending their wives like little bitch boys. Well, all little bitch boys, right? It's not just me, right? Right? Hey, Louie, <laughs> and Louie, you talked a lot and you respected your woman, okay? So you keep doing that. That's all we need from you, bitch boy. All right? He's a bitch boy too, am I right? <laughs> hey, uh, uh, Andy, can I just say one thing because uh, no one asked me? Uh, Teresa didn't want me to say this, but they let me go from my company. And from all this negative stuff that came up in the press from my exes, and that really sucked. So I don't have any bad feelings towards anyone, but I want to move forward in a really peaceful manner. So, yeah. I'm like, why did you bring that up? So for the sympathy, for the sympathy, look what you guys all did to me. It's not look what my actions led to. It's like, look what you have all done to me. And I I forgive you for it because I'm like Italian Jesus. But, you know. And so Teresa's like, yeah, I'm upset about that. And he's like, why? And she's like, why? Because of what you just said. This happened. This happened because of what you did all year, Marge. <laughs> she just pivots and blames Louis losing his job on Mar- <laughs> Margaret. And he's like, you blame her for this? And, she, and Margaret's like, Teresa, let me tell you something. This is so sick. This is sicker Santa. than a whale with a lawsuit. Santa. I can't this is Santa. sick. Oh, this I is sick. Santa. Hold on. Hold, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Shut and then it just cuts to Bryce Dallas Howard getting attacked by a velociraptor. I was like, that's perfect. I'm sorry, it was like a Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. I'm so sure. You guys are running, you guys are outrunning dinosaurs on your off brand Vespas. I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> Through Venice or something. I can't. What's going on with Jurassic Park? I love Jurassic Park, but what is going on with it? This new trilogy <sighs> of Jurassic Park really bit it. It, it, it was terrible. <sighs> It was terrible. So yeah. trees shocked face. So then, um, <laughs> uh, Andy's like, Louis, do you blame Margaret for this? And he's like, No, 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 it's not your fault. You know, everyone's just doing their job. You know, I'm in a very uncomfortable situation. You know, it's just in the future. Let's communicate if we can. You know, because I don't want drama. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. You're the one who literally would not talk to people, like all, both of you guys. You Don't left, talk about communication, you Louis. You left every event you were at almost. You left like 90% of the things you were at this season. And the ones you didn't leave, you screamed at everybody at, like at the finale, which they also don't bring up, by the way. They really give Louis a gloss over on this. And he's also so fucking condescending. Let's just uh, communicate if we get, like, you know exactly what it's like to have him as your supervisor, right? He fucks up at like, he fucks up, he gets heat from up above. And then he's like, you know what guys, you know, I probably wouldn't have, I just needed a team to support me. That's probably why things fall through the cracks. So let's uh, communicate a little bit more. Cause I'm getting it from all ends. You know, he's that person. Yeah. He's like that. He's always like the terrible bosun on blow deck, you yeah. know? So then Marge is like, but this Louie, I'm so sorry that that happens to you. You know, bad, Stuff can happen on this show. It's true. And Mark, uh, Teresa's like, Come on, y'all. She's like, Teresa, shut the fuck up. Just shut up, Teresa. <laughs> And she just yells. That's bullshit. I don't want anything bad to happen, Teresa. Okay, I talk about no one's lawsuits, and I don't talk about that shit because I came on the show and my lawsuit blew up, okay? A giant whale, like Pinocchio size. I was swallowed by a whale, and I was sneezed out, and I didn't have my brand anymore, okay? So dial it back. And Louis's like, hey, I got to go home with her, huh? Huh? Listen, Teresa, if you love me, calm down, babe, babe. Babe, why? Uh, come on, babe. Come on. She's like, why are you shaking Joe Bonino's hand? Why you got to shake his hand, huh? And he's like, babe, please stop. She's like, he's disgusting. Joe Bonino's disgusting. 
God. Babe, his eye, he got the eyes of a 22-year-old. What are you talking about? He's beautiful. Okay, I got to shake this man's hand. I've never seen anything like it before. <laughs> He's got Benjamin Button eyes. <laughs> He's I mean, it's the gorgeous. Movie, Look Benjamin at these eyeballs. Come on. How can you? How could, how could you be me for that? <laughs> Look, just touch his cheekbones for one second, Tree. Just put everything aside. Just appreciate some beauty in life here, Tree. Just touch those cheekbones. And he's like, you're making a mistake how you're acting. In her ear. And she's like, uh-uh, he's disgusting after what he did to you. And Marge grabs Louie as he walks off. And she's like, Louie. Let me. Is he standing? She does. So she, she does, does the, the older shoulder. relative at a family event thing. Like, hold on, I'm not gonna get on my chair. I'm just gonna clasp you and tell you I'm very proud of you and everything that you're doing. Congratulations on graduating. Watch, okay, love you. Watching my arms <laughs> shake. Yeah, she grabs you and she's like, "Listen, Louis, I want you to know. I think you're great. Okay, you're working on yourself. You did a great job at that. Good job, Louis. I mean, okay, but what?" <laughs> Now, do you know, do they have any Diet Coke over there? Could you bring me a Diet Coke? Okay. I'm just here with your Aunt Marcy over here. We're having a great conversation. Well, she's proud of you also. I, I don't you know about your family. I but... that I put in the Bible that I gift-wrapped for you. It's the gold one. <laughs> so can I watch you open it? Call me before you open it. I want to see you open it. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know about you, Ronnie, but uh, my family, my extended family, there's definitely been a like every family event. There's always there's like about four different like there's four different aunts who are always in a chair. Yeah, they got the hands up. They're like, I'm ready for the, I'm in a chair. You're a standing above me hug right now. Yes. And I'm going to tell you how proud I am. <laughs> yes. And that's always your best angle, you know? <laughs> so. Uh, now bring me some celery. Let's see. So um, she, basically he sent off like a little saint, Louie, right? So yeah. then Andy's like, um, all right, let's talk about the wedding. Marge jokes that she's not going to be invited. And Teresa's like, yeah, she ain't invited. Marge goes, I'll send a gift anyway. Nah. Ah. <laughs> so, are you ever going to apologize to Marge about clearing the entire restaurant on top of me? All right. Are we going to apologize <laughs> for having a baseball team full of bus boys boff all over my outfit on that night? <laughs> are we going to? It's going to happen. Trisha goes, I did. And he goes, you did? She goes, I'm upsetting myself because I didn't want to get to that place. So I'm sorry to myself. So Andy's <laughs> like, so Andy's like, well, did it turn uh, did it turn on Louie the way it turned on Joe Judas when he flipped over the table that one time? And Teresa's like, he had never seen anything like it before. <laughs> and he goes, well, most people haven't. Right. She's like, I ain't pounding out, but she was pushing me and pushing me, you know, like she came after my boyfriend. And he's like, well, why is it unusual to question someone new? I mean, look, when when my best friend, if he was dating someone that I didn't like or that had all these stories, I would say, dude. She's like, yeah, but if it was a girlfriend. Um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, if it was a close friend, she wouldn't mind if someone questioned her, which I thought that Margaret was a relatively close friend. And Andy's like, so if Dolores did it, and she goes, but Dolores never did. And he goes, yeah, but will Dolores lose by the talent code? She also didn't ask you about going to jail. Teresa's <laughs> like, yeah, but you know what? Dolores knows that if I thought it wasn't true, I wouldn't be with someone like that. I'm like, you were married to someone like that. Yes. What are you talking about? You wouldn't be with someone like and that. You were like, married and went to jail for someone Margaret like that. Margaret gave it like 
She gave out light. Because Andy is just like not going to bend on this, right? And he goes, yep. but it was in the light, sweetie. It was already in the light. And Teresa goes, uh-uh. She was speaking to the girlfriend, which... Teresa is just going to make this... She's just going to keep repeating the same bullshit over and over. It's not even true. And it really does work because people are like... I'm reading comments online of people like, oh, yeah, Marge went and talked to the girlfriend. What? Of course it works. It works. Of course it works. It's. I mean, we, we've lived through this in other aspects of our lives. Like, this is... This is, it's very sad. Like some people, if they're just stubborn, they just will say things and they'll say it over and over again. And people will just believe it at a certain point because they're drawn to like the, the strength of the statement. Yeah. And it's very sad. So Margaret is like, listen, okay, listen, Teresa, that's insane. And listen, this is a woman, okay, this is a woman who has had my hair pulled. Ah, Danielle was the one who pulled your hair. Like, Teresa's still with the comprehension, you know. And she threw things at me. She called me poor white trash. She called me a cut fitness, a whore. And you know what? I've made excuses for her. I have championed her, okay? I have championed her. And Teresa goes, yeah, because I'm a good person. She goes, oh, yeah, <laughs> Teresa. And I think you're a psycho now, okay? But before. And then Teresa goes, yes. I think you're a psycho. <laughs> just, just, well, you know, for some reason, I always felt bad for her. And this year, I'm trying to help this guy win. I'm trying to make him be a superstar, okay? I'm grooming him to be president of the United States. Okay, there, I said it. My secret plan, okay? Literally, I want to help him win. And then Teresa goes, did I ever bring up anything from your past? And I goes, I didn't bring anything up. And Teresa goes, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> goes, You're ridiculous. No, shut up. So Andy's like, well, Fall from Breeze says, Teresa, you always cut people out. Will you ever acknowledge that you have a problem with everyone in your life? Maybe it's you. And she's like, ah, could you rephrase the question? She, like, literally can't even watch Tootsie because of the song Maybe It's... Maybe it's you. So, Teresa, she, she's she's like, uh, look, we weren't having a disagreement. We, she was coming after a person I loved. And Margaret's like, no, I wasn't, I didn't, I'm, I wasn't coming after him. And she goes, he's a nice guy. He doesn't even believe, I'm sorry, he doesn't even believe I was coming after him. And so Teresa does the whole thing like, well, he's a nice guy. That's why. And she goes, it's illogical, okay? I didn't even hurt him. It wasn't me who hurt him, okay? Oh, my God. So they just start yelling over each other again. I literally have a headache, okay, right now, which I know is from me yelling about them, yelling over each other. So then Andy's like, we're not going to get anywhere with this further so listen we've all lost our dumpers me included me included i'm so excited to see if somebody makes a gif out of this this is fun this is fun <laughs> you know it's this is you know i will say i'm gonna try to uh, i'm gonna take a page from Teresa's book and just say things that are false until people believe it uh this we don't have some real moments of people coming together you know uh like when Jackie and Jen came together for about thirty seconds, and Jen and Margaret had a had a they they talked, and the, there were nice moments. And so, uh, why don't we end with you guys saying something nice about each other? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Let's do something something positive. Okay, Jackie, you start. And so Jackie's like, you know what, Andy? This show really saved my life this year, and I don't think I would have had the strength to do it if I didn't have the whole world. Holding me accountable. Great. You're fired. Congratulations. 
Congratulations on an actual thought-provoking, touching storyline about real issues. Bye, bitch. Get a mint from Tracy on your way out. <laughs> okay. So you're saying that being on this show is keeping you alive? Well, bad news, you're not on this show oh anymore. So oh. Dolores is like, listen, my softball charity, I mean, no matter how much we fight, I wouldn't share these couches with any other bitch. And Jennifer's like, that's why Tracy's not here. <laughs> she goes, and Doris goes, yeah, no, uh, yeah, ha, 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 ha. Doesn't really answer. <laughs> she does the yeah, no thing where you're like, wait a minute. Wait, um, so yes, then- I know. <laughs> Marge is like, yeah, celebrating Marge Sr., you know, and the horrific way that all of this started, you know, it was very heartfelt for me to see Jennifer in a new way. And Jennifer's like, here's what I'm going to work on, Andy, evolving, because life is about the journey. But more importantly, I'm going to acknowledge my mistakes, and I'm going to own my mistakes, Andy. So that was not the question. (laughs) Jennifer's just off on her own monologue, which she gives every year. Oh, yeah, I'm just going to change. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to listen, and I'm going to make an effort next time. And Melissa, do you have something positive to say about this reunion or whatever? And she's like, you know what? For me, it was just about, you know, Antonia having a full recovery and um, just watching her go through the trauma of changing schools mid-school year so that the little boys can have a better football career. And, you know, she's recovered. And I pushed her back into the thing that she hates and – I just knew I made the right choice, so I'm just really happy about the the years of therapies she'll be able to enjoy now. And Teresa's like, it was a hard season, Annie, because, like, look, I'm, like, the happiest I've ever been. Which is, like, clearly not true. <laughs> she just spent she just spent probably 18 hours in that studio screaming and cursing after a year of throwing shit all year. So there you go. So she feels so bad for Louie, you know, and she was really upset with what happened with Margaret because I didn't want it to get to that point. But I was like, and you think right when she's got something, you know, yeah. right when she's finally like. I'm really ashamed of that behavior. She goes, I said I wasn't going to let anyone get me to that point ever again. And I let Marge do it. I'm like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so I'm sorry to the group for allowing for Margaret to <laughs> get stuff poured on her. And uh, hey, is that ficus plant slowly moving its way over to the sofa? What's going on over there? It's carrying a, a tray of champagne. Is it trying to talk? Can someone see what's going on with that ficus? Well, let's toast to your wedding, which is actually really fitting, because now that Louie's out of work, toast is probably all you're going to be able to afford at your wedding. All right, hey, let's come up with a really poetic toast. Dolores? And Dolores is like, listen here, you fucking cup fitness. I'm from fucking Patterson. <laughs> Huh? What are you going to do about it? You know what? The friendship and amends. And to Jersey, I guess. I don't know. What the fuck you want me to say, Andy? I don't like my emotions. Fucking meatballs. Okay. All right, let's drink. Oh, hey, and by the way, look at this. We just got another order of Maya's cookies. She just had some extra ones sitting around. <laughs> so everyone enjoy a cookie from Summer House. All the cookies the Summer House cast didn't eat. You know, there's like Paige and Sierra and Amanda all have like a little rim. Like nibbles. Off. Yeah. It's like when you when you're like when you when you see a piece of paper that a hamster got got into and had the little nibbles, little Paige. <laughs> mm, I liked it, Andy. It was delicious. <laughs> 
All right, everybody. That brings us to the end of a season of Real Housewives of New Jersey. Um, Thank you so much for being here. Sorry to that listener who I told to fuck off earlier. I was a little off the handle. Uh, Hey, we all said things we didn't mean. There's something about a Jersey reunion where we just become Jersey girls, too. We just lose it. You know what? I would just like to say I'm sorry that I was pushed to that point by that listener. Okay? Um, But... Thank you guys so much for being with us all season. Super fun show. We love this show and super great season. Congrats to all the ladies for killing it. I mean, even Tracy, who kind of sucked it up, you know, she did stand up to Tree and do. Of course, it was a Melissa's bidding, best. but, you know, she made A for effort. And um, she tried her best. Going to miss her you, best. Jersey. Going to miss you. The show's too big year. for her. Yeah. The show's too big for her, but she tried. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for being here. And for listening, we'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Allison King. Ashley Saboni, she don't take no baloney. Dana C. Dana do. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no Trickolus. Ava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. We McLovin, Karen McClelland. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. She's our queen, Marie Levine. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. The Bay Area Betches, Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Always the wiser, it's Allison Weasler. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. She leaves us in stitches, it's Catherine Taylor. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. We will, we will. Joanna Rockland, you. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. We want to hang with Liz Lang. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. She's cheese on a bagel. It's Megan Ragel. Nancy Cease and DeSisto. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Paging Page Mills, Paging Page Mills. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys. 